The Yak Legion Podcast and the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Podcast are sponsored by the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail. You can reach them at BuckeyeKayakFishingTrail.com. Strictly Sail in Blue Ash, Ohio. Reach out to Brian for all your Hobie needs at 513-984-1907. And American Tackle Company. You can find them at americantackle.us. You're listening to the Yak Legion Podcast. I'm Zach Carell, your host. And tonight we have Jackson Orr from Indiana. He just came off his win uh, from Cincinnati Kayak Fishing. uh, Sponsored by Strictly Sail and Kayak there in Blue Ash, Ohio. And uh, it was a great event. A charity event this year, in fact. Uh, Give like a mother. (laughs) Uh, I think they're out of Batavia. And uh, 68 anglers signed up, and uh, 218 fish were caught, uh, $2,000 raised. So that's uh, that's amazing, man. Anytime we could do a charity. And, uh, of course, Jackson has his annual, um, let me find that, Jackson's annual, third annual catch and release charity tournament coming up. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to get some details on that. And I uh, look forward to talking to Jackson tonight. You can follow Yak Legion on Instagram, TikTok, and uh, Facebook. We're also on YouTube and uh, your favorite podcast app like Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, anybody listening through Apple Podcasts, we'd appreciate if you could give us a five-star review and leave a nice review. Uh, it helps people find the podcast and uh, we can spread the word of Yak Legion and make Yak Legion even bigger. So, <laughs> getting into it tonight. How's it going, Jackson? I'm doing great. How are you doing, Mr. Carell? Oh, pretty good, man. Just been busy year. You know, COVID nineteen's been hard on everybody, and you know, it's been it's been a night <laughs> it's been a nightmare to get to, to at least to say. So, yeah, uh, you know, I- we've struggled a lot this this summer, and a lot of people struggled a lot. Mm-hmm. And a yeah. lot has happened since our last conversation, man. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's been crazy. Yeah, I think our last conversation on here was about a year ago, I think. Yeah, around this time a year ago, I was talking to you. Uh, mm-hmm. You're younger. And uh, now you're a year older, a year wiser. You have uh, some <laughs> wins under your belt. Uh, you're doing pretty good in the Hobie Bass Open Series. Uh, uh, you're, what, top five for Angler of the Year, right? Uh, yeah, I'm sitting in fifth place right now, so I'm super excited about that and what the future holds in that series. Wow, man, that's always a top-notch series, and, and you always feel legit going to the Hobie Bass Open Series event, and uh, I know things have been hard even with, with those those events due to COVID-19. Mm-hmm. I know everybody's tired of hearing that. We're tired of hearing about masks, and but, you know, it's been hard for everybody. It's been hard for us fishermen, that's for sure. <laughs> for sure, yeah. But, I mean, at least, like, the tournament. I mean, granted, some tournaments got canceled early on in the year or got postponed. But, I mean, most of them were, I mean, they were, they were um, they never canceled or postponed a lot of them and allowed the anglers to fish them. So, that was pretty awesome, I thought. 
Well, that's a perfect social distancing, right? Out there on the kayak, and uh, a lot of the uh, tournaments went online only, and uh, I miss, you know, I kind of miss the weigh-ins and the raffles and the good yeah. times, and you know, meeting up with your friends and talking to everybody at the end of the day, and you know, uh, we're looking forward to that next year. But uh, let's talk more optimistically, man, and uh, <laughs> let's get into your win, man. Cincinnati kayak fishing. Uh, like I went into it in the intro, they're sponsored and hosted by Strictly Sail and Kayak. Uh, they're in Blue Ash, Ohio. Of course, uh, you can find them online at strictlysailinc.com. Uh, you can find them on Facebook. And uh, you can give Brian Tacey uh, a shout out, Tyler, or uh, any of those guys down there. And uh, they'll be uh, more than happy to help you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's for sure. And, uh, you know, this charity tournament, man, it's always good to do these charity tournaments. And I've never heard of this one. Give like a mother. And uh, <laughs> that's pretty cool. $2,000 raised. So tell me, did you fish? Uh, now, I know the eligible states in this, I believe, were um, Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana. Mm -hmm. uh, did you fish in Indiana? Yes, I did fish in Indiana. I actually, um, I live in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Uh, but... I fished in Columbia City, Indiana, which is um, a little bit west of Fort Wayne. Um, and there's actually a lake there. It's called Big Lake. And my grandparents live on that lake. And I grew up um, fishing that lake all the time. Um, I actually caught the state record spotted gar off of that um, lake, like, I think four years ago. So, I mean, I've had some great memories on that lake. And it was just cool to, to win that tournament on kind of my home lake, I guess. Wow, man, the state record gar. <laughs> yeah, it was it was pretty awesome. I mean, I used to. I mean, I still am. I really love to fish for gar. I mean, it's kind of a, you don't really hear a lot of people fish for gar with kind of like a like with a hook and a bobber or whatever. But I mean, I I really enjoy it. And they're they're hard to land because their mouths are so thin and so bony. It's it's hard to hook them. I'd like to go down south and catch an alligator gar. That'd be something. <laughs> Yes, that would be super cool. Wow, man. So your home lake, you caught a, a state record freaking fish, a state record gar. And, uh, you know, this time of year can be tough for fishermen. Uh, it's kind of like a lot. I noticed a lot of my buddies are going like they're catfishing right now because it's kind of hard to do any bass fishing. Right. Uh, how did you how did you come up with a bite that day, man? Now, I know you're on a familiar lake. You probably know that lake like the back of your hand. But uh Man, how how'd you how'd you bring it together, man? Share your secrets, buddy. <laughs> um, I've got I actually I've never fished that lake in the dark. And um I launched at the boat launch on because usually when I launch there, I just launch on my grandparents. Um, because by my grandparents, I mean that's kind of right where I like to fish. But since this was a tournament, I had the launch from the public boat ramp and uh tournament started i think first cast was six o'clock in the morning and it was still i mean it was pitch black um here in columbia city indiana and i mean i would i usually like throwing chatterbaits uh when it's windy out or a little ripple on the water but i mean there was it was flat as could be and i threw that chatterbait right at six o'clock and i started getting them left and right right around pads when it was pitch black um dark out and I mean, it was crazy. I've never really had that happen there before, so it was awesome. Wow, man. I love those moments when it's, you know, it's 5.30 in the morning or 6 a.m. here in the summer, and uh, it's kind of chilly. You know, you're used to it being warm and hot during the day, and it's kind of chilly there in the morning. 
and you can see a lot of that steam and uh, this is the fog coming up off the water getting out there you know the crack of dawn right before the sun comes up man that's a magical time man that's i love i love that time that's my favorite time of tournament day i you know you feel closer to god you know yes for <laughs> moments sure. like that you know yes i agree with you 100 percent. closer to nature man Mm-hmm. So chatter baits early in the morning. So you caught most most of your fish early, and uh, so the rest of your day was kind of slow. Or did you continue? Well, to fish? No, I guess. Um, so I started off in a spot like by the boat ramp. I never really fished that, so I mean that was kind of a perk. Like the fish I caught in the morning were kind of a bonus, I guess you could say. And then I moved over to um, my. I guess my spots. I have a like six or seven good spots on that lake. So I kind of just rotated in all of them um, throughout the day. But I caught most of my fish on a wacky rig. I mean, I I, w- I guess a Nico rig. Um, I put a nail on the end of the wacky wig, five-inch Senko. But um, I caught him basically just skipping pads. Um, I couldn't get um, a dock bite going. Usually you can get a pretty solid um dock bite going by skipping the senko or a chatterbait under the docks but i just i couldn't make it happen but i was catching them in like i think five five feet of water and then i'd catch um actually like in the afternoon i'd cat i caught a couple in like 15 feet of water i was um i kind of ran over to one of the spot where they where they school up sometimes and i marked them on my graph on my side scan so i went over to where i saw them and my down scan was just lighting up. So what I would do is I, I had like a three-eighths ounce jackhammer on, green pumpkin. I would just vertical jig it and kind of just watch it like I was ice fishing. And they'd hit it. And it was the craziest thing ever. Holy cow, man. It produced special for you. Yeah. <laughs> yep, it did. It did. Well, that's amazing. What chatterbait were you using in the morning? Yeah, so um, I was using, because since it was a major league fishing like style tournament, um, as many fish as you can catch, um, I was using just a 3-8 ounce green pumpkin chatter uh, jackhammer, um, but I trimmed the skirt a little bit so it was kind of parallel with the, with the hook, and then I put a, um, a speed crawl on there, a zoom speed crawl, but I bit the speed crawl off a little bit so it was only about an inch so it was that smaller presentation so i'd catch more smaller fish if that makes sense yeah it got you what was your biggest fish it was actually it was a 20 incher i mean in um big like you don't get many 20 inchers i think that's only the third 20 incher i've ever caught out of that lake and ever since i was a little kid well, how'd you get him um i was actually i was fishing um, deeper water I think it was in like 13 feet and just kind of messing with that Nico rig a little bit off of, off of a weed line and I mean it was crazy it was jumping there was party boats all over kind of and it was just it was crazy oh yeah man it's that time of year you got the jet skiers and the party boaters yeah yeah you know, these tournaments are pretty amazing because you have a statewide tournament, not just a statewide, but several states. So you got everybody's honey hole, man. You're, you're like you're fishing a lake that you know real well, and everybody else, they're fishing waters that they know real well, especially when there's money on the line. 
Mm-hmm. So, man, it, it's there's potential for some big bass in these tournaments, man. Mm-hmm. It's not like, you know, one of your state-held tournaments or KBF tournaments. or You're going to a lake you've never been to before. You know what I mean? Right. Uh, these are everybody. This is where everybody goes to their honey hole and produces their best fish. This is how, this is where everybody shows the best of the best. Uh, I entered the tournament and I actually didn't fish. But <laughs> I'm with you. I entered it uh, just to support the charity, to support Cincinnati kayak fishing. Right. That was super nice of you. Oh, definitely, definitely, man. Uh, so first place, you know, Jackson Orr, uh, 34 fish, man. Total inches, 445 and a quarter. Holy crap, man. <laughs> Second place. Like, you actually took first place by a good margin, man, because second place, Michael Pippen. Uh, 17 fish uh, for 231 inches and uh, three quarters. Uh, you now, Jim Orr, that's your dad, right? Yep, yeah, yeah. He fished the same lake I fished. It was it was pretty cool that we got to fish the same lake. Wow, man. And he came in third, 12 fish at 160 inches. Uh, fourth place is John Flynn, uh, 12 for uh, 151 and a half. And then fifth place, um, sorry if I butcher your name, Paul, but uh, Paul Avril, nine fish for 148 inches, man. So awesome. that's really impressive, man. That's a good day of fishing. And there was a lot of sticks in this tournament. A lot of guys were struggling. You know, a lot of really good fishermen I saw in this tournament. A lot of people were struggling. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this time of year can be rough. <laughs> yeah, it really can. I mean, but. Like the water temperature where I was at actually went down a lot from the week before. I think it was right at 80, and usually it's like 85, 86, even 87. So it, it was, it set it up pretty perfect, I'd say. I mean, but what was the water clarity there? Um, it was actually, it was pretty clear because the in Indiana, I mean, I guess it rained last week, but before last week, it, it hasn't rained for a long time. Um, so there was, there was kind of like a drought ish, um, sort of period and the lake levels on like a ton of lakes just went down. So it was pretty clear and, um, shallower than normal. Oh, wow. You know, we hadn't had my, 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 blah, 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 blah. <laughs> <laughs> Let me get all my mumbles out right now. So we haven't had much rain in our region for a while. We actually got a little bit of rain today and yesterday, Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think everything's low. You know, most of the ponds I've been around, uh, all the rivers around here are low. Uh, I drove over the Little Miami River. Uh, mm-hmm. I know you, you've fished that before, haven't you? Yeah, I fish. I think I fished the Great Miami. I think that's what it's called. I forget the bigger one. Yeah, the one up in Dayton when you did the Dayton tournament for the Buckeye yep. Kayak Fishing Trail. Uh, this is Little Miami. Um, it's uh it's another you know river close to here it actually branches off the great miami at one point i might be wrong on that i'm not a big river guy but uh it was up and it was muddy today and i go over the little miami and the east fork of the little miami and uh it was good to kind of see the water level was up because man it's been awful shallow (laughs) you catch any no, I just drove over. I drive over at for every day for work. You know, I'm driving back and forth, man. <laughs> so, uh, are you? You're still in high school, right? There's yeah. you graduate. Yeah, I'm a senior this year, so I'll graduate um, next uh, spring. 
Wow. Are you still involved in your uh, high school? Uh, you said your high school had a fishing club, right? Yeah, we have a fishing club. It kind of, I mean, it died down a little bit um, after some seniors left, but um, we're, we're planning on some doing some stuff this year. But, I mean, there's a ton of kids that are starting to get into fishing, especially um, when this COVID stuff hit. I mean, the fishing, the sport of fishing just, I mean, just exponentially just kept growing like it was crazy for um so many kids to get into it oh it was huge man i mean people stores are selling out of kayaks you know and you go to the lake and every time i've been out you know during the shutdown i was off work for two months and uh, i would go fishing all the time man everybody and their sister was out there at the, at the lake and mm -hmm. It was so crowded, man. Everybody was fishing. It was a good thing. You know, I love seeing that. A lot of families were out there. You see a lot of uh, uh, surplus kayaks. And people, you know, got that surplus, not that surplus, but a stimulus. A stimulus kayak. So they got the stimulus money and they bought kayaks. And <laughs> yeah. There was a lot of that this year. And, you know, it's kind of frustrating sometimes. Because you're kind of used to having these bodies of water to yourself or sharing them with a few other guys. And right. now there's like a big influx of people that are on your honey holes that are there fishing your 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 lakes but it's great to see this more expanding man it just keeps getting bigger and bigger oh it really is and i mean kayak fishing i feel like i mean kayak fishing is not going to stop growing and i i i really don't know where kayak fishing is going to be in 10 years i, I think it's going to be somewhere extraordinary uh have you fished any of the uh uh bass series events um, I fished one. I fished the first one on Logan Martin. I didn't do too well on that one. Um, but I'm, I'm planning on fishing the Chickamauga one, um, later in the year. Boy, that one down there was nasty, man. That was the first one they did. Oh, uh, it was tough. I made some bad decisions on tournament day. I lost a couple fish, but I actually didn't end up getting my limit in that tournament. Um, but lesson learned and should have just trusted my gut. Oh, 100%, man, 100%. Uh, so let's talk about your charity tournament, uh, Jackson Orr's third annual catch and release charity tournament, man. Uh, what's the details on that, man? You got a date? You got a time? Uh, what rules? Uh, any info on that? Yeah, so um, this year my charity tournament, uh, first of all, it's nationwide. Um, anyone in the, I guess anyone in the entire world can fish it. Um, in the world in the world like canada united states like africa like it does not matter where you are you just have to fish a public body of water it has to have a public ramp and available to everyone in the public and um so the dates on this and times it starts on september 11th at 6 a.m central time and runs through september 13th at 6 p.m central time and over the course of the three days of the tournament, it's your best five. So, um, I mean, like, you could catch two fish one day and three fish another day, and it, it would just be your best five fish over the um, three-day period. I can't get over the whole, the whole world thing. Because I have <laughs> listeners from the U.K., uh, from Canada, Mexico, and according to Anchor.fm, where I host my podcast, I have listeners from all over the world, you know, just like probably 15 countries. So uh, how would you handle that, though? How would you handle somebody in the U.K. fishing? Uh, how would you prove that they're fishing on public lands? Their public land laws differ than ours. 
And same thing with Canada. Like, how do, how does that work exactly? Yeah, I mean, for one, I mean, I'm. It's a charity tournament, so at the end of the day, um, it's just for people to go out and have fun and um, do something good for others. But I mean, turning it. I mean, granted, yeah, some of the laws are different, like you were saying, but I mean. It's just, I mean, Mr. Wally from Tony X is great, and he's dealt with a bunch of this before. And I've got, if I got any questions, and I've got people to lean off of in the kayak fishing community. I mean, very honest, and I mean, you can kind of see where public waters are too. But yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you, and it is for charity, man. So <laughs> it's not like anybody's going to be making any big bucks, you know. Right. I mean, there are some very good prizes this year. I, I will say that. I'm only, um, people probably have noticed, but this year, um, only the top six um, are going to be able to donate money to charities. And the prize packages for each person in the top six, since um, they won't be receiving money winnings, are insane. Like, first place. It's it's crazy. I think it's like four three thousand, four thousand dollars of um sponsored um items. So it's I'm super excited to see uh who's going to receive those. Wow, that's incredible, man. So how can people get signed up? Yeah, so it's super easy. Um Tourney X, uh it's an online um app that I mean a lot of people are familiar with it, but Tourney X all you have to type in is tourneyx.com on Google or whatever your browser is. And just click the magnifying search button and just type in Jackson Orr. And it will be the first tournament that pops up. It will say Jackson Orr's third annual catch and release charity tournament. And it's only $20 to sign up. And all of that money will end up going to a charity of some sort. Wow, that's fantastic, man. Everybody listening, check that out. Uh, check out Jackson Orr, man. Uh, we'll get more into him here shortly. Uh, we are <laughs> going to take a quick commercial break, and we're going to hear from our sponsors uh, and all the people that help Yak Legion. I appreciate all of you, and uh, we're going to hear a word from there, them, and uh, we'll be right back. Now a word about all the awesome companies who support the Yak Legion podcast. Venom Lures. Venom Lures in Lancaster, Ohio is known for their great soft plastics and terminal tackle. They have been providing quality products from right here in Ohio since 1984. Mr. Dustin Carnes is the new owner of Venom Lures and inventor of the DK rig. It's a weedless version of the Ned rig that's taking the fishing world by storm. Check them out at VenomLures.com. Strictly Sailing Kayak. Strictly Sailing Kayak is located on Kenwood Road in Blue Ash, Ohio. They sell Hobie, New Canoe, Feel Free, Three Waters, and Johnny Boat Kayaks. They have been providing high-quality service to fishermen and watercraft enthusiasts since 1978. Reach out to Brian Tacey at 513-984-984. 1907 or check them out at strictlysaleinc.com. American Tackle. American Tackle, the inventors of the microwave line guide system, sells a variety of terminal tackle and fishing lures along with custom rods and accessories. You can find them at americantackle.us. 
the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail. It's the biggest kayak fishing trail in Ohio and holds fishing events all over the Buckeye State. Check out their website at BuckeyeKayakFishingTrail.com. And that's for more information and details. Come out and fish with us, y'all. Hey, thanks everyone for listening to the podcast and all the support. You can follow Yak Legion on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, and all of those can be found at the Yak Legion Podcast. You can email us with any questions at the Yak Legion Podcast at gmail.com. We have Yak Legion decals for sale on the Facebook page. Every decal sold, guys, goes a long way to support the podcast. Don't forget to leave a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll give you a shout-out on the podcast to say thanks for all the support. OPH Outdoors. OPH Outdoors is a local Ohio Anglers YouTube channel. Learn all the tips and tricks from Fishing Ohio's waters, along with seeing some of the fish Ohio has to offer. From fishing footage to seasonal-based fishing knowledge, OPH Outdoors has videos for every Ohio angler. Eventually. Hey, Yak Legion, I would like to welcome our newest sponsor to our program, Bold North Outdoors, makers of the best portable power station on the market today. Folks, when you're out on the water, you need a partner to keep your adventures powered up and going strong. That's where Bold North Outdoors is your go-to power partner. Power up all your devices on the water or off. Run your fish finder and trolling motor on your kayak and canoe. Charge your cell phones, laptops, and GoPros. Run lights, fans, and even your CPAP. Whatever your power needs, count on Bold North Outdoors to keep the energy flowing. Bold North Outdoors outperforms all its competitors. First, they are built tough with marine-grade components to withstand all Mother Nature can throw at you. Second, they feature powerful lithium phosphate batteries, the safest, lightest, and longest-lasting batteries. Out there, giving you four times the, the usual performance of other batteries. All batteries have built-in BMS, which gives you charging and discharging cutoff protection for your safety and increased longevity of the battery. And they are also accessible and customizable. Easily added a string of batteries, access the internal circuit breaker, and connect a solar panel to recharge the battery. With three different models, there's one to fit your unique outdoor needs. No other power station can match Bold North Outdoors for durability, endurance, and flexibility. I'm telling you, I've got one and I'm a believer. Sometimes it's just not... It's not just about luck. It's about being prepared. So keep on paddling with Bold North Outdoors. It's the best portable power station to keep you in control and powered up. Here's something you don't want to miss. Bold North Outdoors is launching a Kickstarter campaign on July 7th. For a limited time, Bold North Outdoors is offering their newly released best-in-class portable power stations at a substantial discount. Choose from three different models, each designed to fit your unique outdoor needs. Support their campaign today and join them on their journey toward off-grid power when you need it most. All right, and we are back with Jackson Orr. And, uh, <coughs> man, you're a busy young man, man. What are you doing next? What's your next tournament? What do, what do yeah. you have? Yeah, so this weekend I'm just going to fish um, just a Saturday night or a local Saturday nighter on Big Lake, which I'm looking forward to. And then 
my one after that, I'm actually leaving uh, Tuesday night uh, to go to Arkansas uh, for the Lake Darnell event, um, the Bass Open Series event by Hobie. That's awesome, man. What all Hobie Bass Open Series events be fished this year? Yeah, so I've only fished three, and they only take three for Angler of the Year. Um, but I've fished – my first one was Kentucky Lake. And then my second one was um, the Mississippi River in La Crosse, Wisconsin. And then my third one was um, the Susquehanna River um, on in uh, Pennsylvania, Liverpool, Pennsylvania. Holy cow, man. Traveling all over. And you travel with your dad, right? Um, actually, to all three of those, I traveled by myself. I've been, um, I've been driving to these tournaments by myself and going to a few by myself. But um, definitely for the Arkansas one, it's like 12 hours away. So we'll definitely drive together for that one and go together. Wow, man. Uh, you're 18 now, right? Uh, 17, 17. Wow, 17, man. You're going down there. Do you, now, do you camp out? Do you stay at a hotel or... Um, when I go by myself, um, I'm either, I'm staying with somebody. I usually stay with Cody Milton, um, when I go on these trips or, um, Nick Matthews, uh, he's a local Indiana guy, but, um, that's, uh, we camp and then we also, I mean, sleep in our trucks sometimes or just rent a hotel or go to a hotel or something. I got you, man. Roughing it, man. The life of a kayak angler, you know, <laughs> sleeping in the at the boat ramp parking lot and uh, uh, arriving in the middle of the night and you know, or right. setting up your tent at two o'clock in the morning because you you know you arrived late and <laughs> <laughs> yep. it's a lot of fun, man. It's a lot of fun and right. uh, that's a pretty impressive. A man your age that has accomplished this much. And uh, is this successful in a field? And, man, you're competing against grown men, and you hold your own. I greatly appreciate it. It really means a lot. Thank you. Yeah, I remember meeting you for the first time, and it was after our podcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was at the Dayton Rivers event at the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail. And I was actually there working the booth for, for the Buckeye Kayak Fishing Trail um it was at that oh man i can't remember the name of that event yeah like a, or something fair something i forget what it's called yeah it was like an outdoor fitness event so they had like mountain climbing it was a cool man they had like backpacker stuff uh yeah. whitewater rafting whitewater kayaking um you know all kinds of cool stuff and uh we had the way in and uh it was a lot of fun i shook your hand and man met you and uh you know, you seem like a very capable young man. And actually, my good buddy, Justin Marshall, he won that tournament. And oh, he, yeah. He, he caught he one of them 20 inches that day. Yeah, he did amazing. That was very impressive. Oh, 100%, man. Uh, yeah, they, those guys fish them lakes, those rivers all the time, man. And them Dayton guys. And uh, they know what they're doing up there, that's for sure. <laughs> it, was a, it was a great event. I just... I, my dad and I drove up early to that, or we, yeah, we just drove up early that morning to that event. And I was, I was very impressed with that river. I mean, I'm definitely, I wish I could go and fish it this year. Um, but unfortunately I think I have another tournament on that date, but I'm definitely going to go up and fun fish it. So I'll give you a holler if I do that. Yeah, man. Give me a call, man. I'm down here in Cincinnati. Well, I'm actually here in Batavia outside of Cincinnati, but you know, okay. I fish all over the area up here. Uh, 
Uh, I'm in my Hobie PA. She's 12, so uh, <laughs> awesome. it's a lot of fun, man. I can access most places. Awesome. Yeah, we'll have to do it. Oh, 100%, man. So you fish a lot with your dad, man, and I really, really like that. You guys fished this last tournament, and you guys are both in the top five with you, you know, placing first place. Uh, do you have an interesting or fun story about you and your dad fishing or kayak fishing? Yeah, so um, definitely one story that I will remember forever. I mean, we used, so my dad and I used to fish the KVF one-night stands um, back when there was, I mean, there still is a lot of people that sign up for them, but there was like 40, 50, 60 people that would sign up for them, and the competition was actually like, it took 44, 45 inches to win with two fish. And my dad and I, um, one time, I guess the first time we ever fished it, um, we went out to the this lake and it was pitch black out. And I mean, we were fishing right next to each other and we were going back and forth. It was like 18 inch of there, 19 inch of there. And we were like tied and then... He was up on me by like an inch. Then I'd go up on him by an inch. And then it came down to the last hour. He was, um, I think like an inch and a quarter above me. He had a 22 and a half incher and like a 20 something, I think maybe 21 and it came down to the last hour and we were kind of casting by each other. And like the last 10 minutes, I catch a 21 and three quarter. Um, that beat him by a quarter inch and he was right there wow. <laughs> so it was that was funny and then so that's a memory and then the two like three weeks later at the next one night stand same thing happened but he caught it and he won and i got second so it was vice versa kind of <laughs> <laughs> so you and your dad kind of compete against each other yeah, I mean, we definitely do. We work more as a team. Um, there are a lot of times where um, we, when we'll work as a team, like he usually what he does for these bigger events, it, which is insanely helpful, is he will actually mark all of the ramps um, on a Google Map doc, and he'll mark all of them so it's super easy to see where the ramps are and when we want to switch ramps, and then I'll pick where we want to fish. And where what looks good to fish, and then we'll just kind of pick apart those areas and um, try to figure something out together. So you're the guy that picks where to fish. How do you come up with that conclusion? Yeah, I mean, um, just from like past experiences, and um, I do a lot since I'm in school. It's hard to practice a lot. Um, so what I do is go on like Navionics or the Hummingbird um, Map app, and just kind of look at the contours and it really depends like what kind of lake it is but um or what time what time of the year it is but really look at those contours and just kind of picture where those fish are going to be laying and what the water temperature is going to be and how it's going to like correlate with um the weather that week of the tournament so i mean there's kind of a lot that goes into it but it's so worth it at the end of the day when if if and when it works that plan works out Oh, 100%, man, 100%. Wow, that's amazing. Definitely good times, man. For <laughs> so, sure. Uh, I kind of want to get into the next segment here. I'm kind of excited for it. 
Uh, I'm going to bring back the fishing scenario game. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm really going to kind of spring this on you, man. <laughs> and uh, this is going to be fun. I kind of revamped it a little bit to be a little bit sillier. So let's just have fun with it, man. Just as have right. a new ball, have a good time. Sounds good. So fishing scenario. Question number one. You have three baits to pick from the fish in any part of the country. And I'm talking 12 hours away, two hours away, four hours away. What are three baits you, you do not leave home without? Ooh, I definitely, my number one would be a Ned rig. Um, that thing catches everything. Um, I, I love <laughs> I, I love that bait. I mean, I've caught so many big fish on it, so many small fish. And uh, so that, and then I definitely say a chatterbait, um, super versatile bait. Um, and you could fish it wherever, uh, clear water, dirty water. And then last one, I definitely say um, a Nico rig. I, I love that. That's probably. If that's probably one of my favorite baits, if not my favorite bait of all time, and I have so much confidence in that. Um, so I'd say those three. I've played with the Nico rig the past couple of years, and it's a lot of fun. Uh, I, I think I just have more confidence in the Ned rig, maybe, and mm -hmm. that's why I have more success with the Ned rig versus the Nico. I think the Nico is kind of interesting. Uh, that comes from Japan. And Nico means uh, cat in Jap Japanese. And I always heard that... Uh, it looks like when you have that weight on uh, one end of your Senko, the, the Japanese say it kind of looks like a, a cat's paw, pawing at the bottom of the uh, at the bottom of the lake or um, the ground, and uh, I think that's where they get the name. It's kind of interesting uh, to stick a nail in a Senko. You know, whether you're using um, one of those fancy screw nails that you put in there, I have a hard time screwing those suckers into some soft plastics, man. Yeah, or you I... can just use a roofing nail. <laughs> I just use drywall nails and stick one in and I mean it works perfect they're cheap you can get like 150 for under four bucks so, oh what size drywall nails I think I'm using like like 132nd like um but lengthwise like I don't know probably right under an inch I could be wrong gotcha gotcha that's pretty interesting, man. Uh, how many color variations of each bait do you typically bring? Uh, or do you stick with a few colors? Do you bring well, a lot of colors? Yeah, I mean, I bring all my, I bring most of my tackle. So I've got a ton, I've got a lot of colors. I mean, your basics, like I'm a basic, when it comes to colors, I'm kind of basic. Like for Sankos, um, if it's clear water, or even a little tinted, I'll just throw green pumpkin and black flake. I mean, that's my favorite color Senko of all time. But if it's dirty water or something, um, or I'm flipping, I'll throw um, just a straight black Senko. Um, so, and then chatterbaits, I definitely the green pumpkin, green pumpkin shad. I mean, super basic, like whatever colors you know kind of look like the bait, or just kind of the like what's going on, I guess. Wow, man. Good answer. You know, I like those black Senkos in the muddy water. And also bubblegum, you know, pink uh, with the Ned rig. That's that's a, that's a cool little trick, man. You know, you look at a bubblegum Ned rig in a muddy water, man, that thing really shines. It stands out. I've never done that. I'll have to do that. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't have said that on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> 
scoping your secrets out to everyone. <laughs> yeah, bubble gum, man. That's a good color for muddy water. You got you got that secret out of me. But you know, I'm not a big pro or nothing. But I actually know a couple guys that are that are that are sticks out there on the water that that use this bubble gum. And it's kind of funny seeing these guys with pink lures <laughs> right on their lure, you know, on their rods out there in the water. It's kind of funny. So getting to fishing scenario game, question number two. So it's first thing in the morning right now, tomorrow morning, right? The sun is cracking up and you're out there on the water. The water's still. What's the first thing you're throwing? First thing I'm throwing. Um, get out on the water. What's the first thing you're throwing? Yeah, first thing I'm throwing. I mean, I guess it depends where I am, but I really, if I'm in a tournament and I need a big bite, and if it's clear water or something, I'll throw um, like a four or five inch swim bait, like a um, a jointed swim bait. Um, I really like throwing those early in the morning, or I'll throw. Um, I don't know, maybe like a whopper plopper. I, I like that, or like a buzz bait, black buzz bait, um, in dirtier water. But um, definitely that um, jointed swim bait. Awesome, man! I love them swim baits, especially the hard plastic ones and soft plastic ones. I've caught a lot of fish on both. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And that whopper plopper is a lot of fun in these summer mornings. Uh, whether you're on the river or on the lake, you know, uh, the whopper plopper is a pretty good bait to use right there first thing in the morning, right there when they're ready for top water. Same thing with the buzz bait. I like to throw buzz baits too, real, real yeah. early in the morning. Great answer, man. So you got two points, man. One more question to go. Here's our final question. So you have eight hours, so a regular tournament time. You have eight hours to catch a 80 inch limit of fish and you win $1 million. Where are you going and how are you fishing? Um, any lake I get to choose any lake. Yeah. I mean, if it's 80 inches, ah, man, I definitely say trying to think 80 inches or more, 80 inches or more. I mean, St. Clair's right up there. I mean, you can go to St. Clair and pretty much um, put whooping on the smallmouth. And, I mean, they're all, like, I mean, 17, 18 inches up there. And you could even go for largemouth there. So, I'd probably say St. Clair, honestly. And I'd I'd be throwing – I really like throwing, um, like, a three-eighths ounce or even a half ounce. Um, I shove a – like one of those sizes of a football jig head up a tube and I just kind of use it um, and just drag it on the bottom. So that's what I like doing there. Oh, wow, man. Tube fishing up there in St. Clair. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, have you fished that lake a lot? Yeah, I've fished it a couple times. Um, I, I like that lake. I really do. Um, I, I like personally, I mean, smallmouth up there, but I like largemouth fishing there too. I mean, that's fun. It really is. Um, you get some big largemouth, too, like 19, 20 inches, but not a lot of people do that. We did a whole episode about St. Clair on season one of Yak Legion uh, with Sean Boggs, and uh, he fishes up there quite a bit. And that was a fun episode, man. That's definitely a bucket list lake for me. I definitely want to go up to St. Clair and fish that. Uh, 
it's definitely a challenge if you don't know what you're doing. I I'd prefer to go with somebody that knew what they were doing to kind of show me the ropes, but yeah, that would be a lot of fun going up to St. Clair. I would definitely make the trip if I had an invitation. <laughs> yes, it's a great lake. I mean, it, there's some gigantic smallmouth in there, and it's super fun. They fight like not, no, no other fish. Wow, so you're confident eight hours, $1 million, you can catch 80 inches of smallmouth bass up there at St. Clair. I, I'd say so. I'd say that, or I mean, my second one, like big body water, would be Kentucky Lake. Oh, gotcha. You like that Kentucky Lake, huh? I, I love Kentucky Lake. I really do. Man, I've heard so many awesome things about it. There's so many cool places I've never fished before, man. <laughs> hey, you've got a lot of life before. left. <laughs> it's hard though when you got a you got a kid, man. Enjoy being young. You know, when you're married and you got a little one to feed and you got to work every day, man, it, it's hard to get out there fishing. And, yeah, for you sure. You know, I know you say you have a hard time fishing now with studying in schools, man, but enjoy it, man. <laughs> it gets harder, trust me. Yep. Yep. I understand. 100%. Well, you passed the game, man. Congratulations, man. <laughs> Woo! Yeah, buddy. Appreciate it. <laughs> Congratulations, man. I, that's cool. I brought that game back. We hadn't done that in a while, and I thought, man, let's bring it back tonight for Jackson or uh, uh, maybe we'll do it again in our, our next Yak Legion episode. And it was awesome talking to you tonight, man. And it was always great having you on the show. Uh, you're definitely an impressive young man. And, uh, a lot, you know, someone that a lot of these younger guys, younger guys can look to, a lot of us anglers can learn from. And uh, you're a shining example, man. Uh, I've seen post Facebook posts of you out there praying on your kayak. And, uh, you know, I've followed you for a while. And, and definitely an impressive young man, man. You know, great things to come from. That's for sure. Uh, thank you so much. That Truly, I mean, you don't know how much that means to me. So, I mean, just thank you for – I just want to say thank you for having me on. And, I mean, it's always a pleasure talking to you and being on your podcast. So, um, I, I greatly appreciate you. Oh, 100%, man. How can people follow you online? Yeah, so, I mean, I have a Facebook. If you just search up Jackson or Jackson or Fishing, um, I'm more active on Facebook than anything. And then I have a Instagram, and that's just Jackson or Fishing. Um, but, I mean, those are the only kind of social handles I got, I guess. Gotcha, gotcha. So you can follow you on Instagram. Uh, you have YouTube? Um, I do. I do haven't used it since i think like march but um gotcha. i think it's just it's just jackson or fishing as well awesome man so check jackson or fishing out and follow this young man uh great things to come man and thanks again for coming on the show uh thank you so much i greatly appreciate it yes sir and uh before we uh cut out here i just want to mention that the yak legion's new kayak catfishing podcast is now go so the first episode is out, which is actually a combination of the first two episodes. Sorry, I kind of got behind on posting that. But uh, kind of a misunderstanding with communication. But uh, me and Kayak Mike, uh, we're on top of it now. And uh, we're looking forward to more episodes to come. So uh, definitely check out the new Kayak Catfishing episode. And yeah, we don't have a name for it yet. So <laughs> if you could come up with a good name for the Catfishing podcast, hey, give us an email. You can uh, you can email me at the, the Yak Legion podcast at gmail.com uh, if you have a good name suggestion man uh, shoot me shoot me one but right now you know me and the, the yak legion crew we're, we're, we're kind of brainstorming we want something really cool 
So, <laughs> so what do you think, Jackson? What do you think we should call it? I really don't know. I'll have to think. About it. I'll have to reach back out to you on that one. I I'm know, sure. man. Really know. Good idea There's so there. many catfishing groups that have all the good names taken, man. <laughs> and we want to be original, and it's kind of hard to be original sometimes. So it, it really is. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure one of the listeners will um, will find a find a name and send it in to you. You know, talk about um, you know everybody having everything. Everybody having everybody's name already. Uh, I thought Obi Wan Kenobi would be an awesome name for the side of my kayak. Because, you know, I'm kind of a Star Wars nut. And yeah. I'm not really a nut, but I like Star Wars. And uh, <laughs> I looked up on Facebook, uh, on YouTube, and there's actually a YouTuber called Hobie One Kenobi. So uh, I don't, I never talked to the guy before, but <laughs> he's got the name I wanted to use. Oh, dang it. <laughs> that would have been cool, man. Because I'm that, on a Hobie. Hobie One Kenobi. That would have been Kenobi. Yeah, that would have been really cool. I'd probably be the only one laughing at that, but I think all the Star Wars kayakers would, would give me a chuckle and a thumbs up. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, all right. Thanks, for everybody, for listening. And thank you again, Jackson, for coming on. And until next time, tight lines and keep your toilet paper stocked. I hope everybody is uh, doing well in this crisis and uh, wish the best for everybody. And God bless.